Hello there. My name is Jackson Perry, otherwise known as The Reaper. Today I'm going to be back to hopefully finishing the first story I ever wrote, uh, reading it to you. Um, trust me, I'm well aware that it's pretty bad, but uh, you know, I was experimenting with a lot of things in it, and I was taking a lot of references from uh, things that would that would scare me uh, so uh, the, grammatically it's horrible I'm, I'm aware and that might translate to me reading it but if you're gonna hang in there thank you so much regardless I'm streaming here from view at headquarters at Syncback. I'm an esports coordinator and you're either listening to this on the view it app which is what you need to be listening to it on, or you're somewhere else, like a hipster, like Spotify or something. Anyway, download the View It app in immediately, as soon as, as soon as you can. It's uh, it's great. Um, so well, you know how it is. Uh, it's time to talk about what I'm reading, and what I'll be reviewing tomorrow, which is From Hell. Very. Uh, very, very highly renowned uh, thriller comic book. Uh, you might notice that it's it's pretty ginormous, and my bookmark is only about a sixth of the way through it. And I and I uh, am doing the review tomorrow, uh, so whatever that'll tell you, it's going to be an interesting podcast. But. Uh, well, we'll get into that one when the time comes. Regardless, we're going to go go ahead and get down to the literature. So uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we're going to go ahead and get right on to it. At the find the place I was at because, uh, you know, <laughs> I... Uh, don't have any idea where I left off. I came in here early to read, and, and yeah, whatever, you'll get to it. I'm pretty much there. Okay, so we left after character A uh, found the key, the first key of three, and uh, that's where we're at. Here we go. For what was like ages, I came upon an almost exact replica of the handle with the same feel and look. I'm willing to bet that if I decided to go directly straight from where I'm standing behind me, I would find one uh, directly adjacent. I, always, uh, I also, I haven't stopped to wonder why me. I mean, what did I miss? Also, I am surprised by how readily I accepted my semi-doomed fate. Keys? Really? This is so retro. Blah, blah, blah. Find the missing keys to get out alive, yada, yada, yada. I really need to do more things with my life. Yeah, I know. Not what I should be thinking about at this point. But hey, sometimes I need to clear my head. I worry worriedly placed my hand on the handle. It was cold to the touch, although I could have just imagined it. 
It might have just been my brain that made it seem so damn cold. I thought I could hear a soft humming coming from the makeshift gateway, so I slowly turned the handle and pulled open the dark, protruding gateway. This time, the door looked to have been opened more recently. A few confident strides forward towards the black abyss, it seems to pull me in. I hold my breath as the door behind me began to dissipate, or so I think. I can't see it, see it anymore. But in its place was a crude brick wall, more like gray rocks. It covered the walls and the floor, but the ceiling was just a hard, dark veil. There wasn't anything there, just black. One of the things I noticed was there didn't seem to be any sort of light source, but the room itself, or the tunnel rather, was slightly lit. I couldn't see any more than four feet in front of me and the same behind me. I confidently tested this by walking around. Yeah, so complicated. But no matter what I did, the light span, span wouldn't change. And about 10 yards from where I started, there was two branching hallways. I couldn't see any length into either of them, no matter how close I got. I know I should have put more thought into it, but I'm right-handed, so I chose the right-hand path. I soon passed the barrier. The lighting went up immediately, back to the four-foot rule from earlier. I was tempted to head back to the other way, seeing if I could manage. But sure enough, a blank gray brick wall was magically set up. I stopped asking questions like those. Continuing, two yards of cautious stepping later, I came upon a European-style staircase that led to a blank room. This time, a trisection branched out in front of me. I was a little more tempted to go left-hand than right-hand this time. The middle one seemed to be extremely ill-provoking, so I chose that one. About three yards in a sharp 90-degree drop was, was, was sprawled out in front of me. So I halted. I stumbled forward and caught myself on the other end of the hole. I think it was about three feet wide and three feet across. I pushed myself back onto the hard floor, kicking myself as far away from the hole as possible. My head hit a sharp, fast-moving object, which propelled me back toward the hole. Consci consciousness seemed to escape me as a weightless feeling remained for a few seconds. A harsh landing followed as I smacked onto the ground. A pounding feeling in my head wakes me up from my sudden place of rest. The entire area around me that I could see was pitch black. After some confusion, I realized that my view was, ex was entirely pushed against a wall. I tried to sit up, but my, hit, my head hit a low-hanging ceiling. I could barely crawl forward as the ceiling seemed to have crushed and sucked in around me. The ground wasn't smooth. Small pebbles dug into my arms. I inched blindly forward. 
My head was bleeding slightly where it was hit. My back hand, my back had cuts running the length of my right side. I tried to stretch my arms out, but couldn't extend them past halfway. If I was still wearing that thin gray shirt, which I'll remind you is still being used as a makeshift bandage, it would have been torn apart on the rough pebbled floor. Crawling seemed to take ages, but I, but I inched along. While semi-army crawling across the ground, the floor turned even more treacherous. The small pebbles were starting to change into larger rocks. Some of them seemed to get large enough I had to push them out of the way. Tired and ready to give up, I picked up one of the large rocks and shucked it as hard as I could, given my current position. I heard a loud crack, followed by a bright flash. That briefly, the flash briefly lit up the space around me. I froze up and felt around where I threw it. The wall was warm where the rock struck. Thank God the floor started to pebble where I threw it. The wall was warm and I needed to use this. Thank, the, thank God. Wow, that was, that was a really bad grammatical moment right there. I apologize. I found the small rock a few feet in front of me by waving my arms wildly. I scratched at the wall near me a few times, each time harder than the last, till it sparked and lit up the crawl space. From what I saw, I was holding a, sh a sharp metal piece. I scraped it on the wall a few times to get a better feel of my surrounding. It didn't surprise me much at all. It was all still the same texture and color of the rest of the place. I kept crawling around for about 10 minutes, stopping to light the way every once in a while. I came upon a few intersections with branching pathways. Nothing ever strayed away from the regular until I ran straight first into a dead end. Backing up the way I came and taking a new path fixed this. I had been going on one path with no change. I got worried if this ends up with me being dead I would have to painfully if this ended up being a dead end I would have to painfully turn around and make the long trek back to down one of the other paths except that could have easily be the least of my worries if what if what happened next had anything to do with it I continued crawling forward on a level but in uncomfortable terrain when my center of gravity tanked and went completely down. Instead of crawling forward, I was now pressing my arms and legs against the walls to stop from falling. I still had the flint-type flint object in my left hand, but when I went to strike the wall, a sharp pain ratcheted through my arms as a large, heavy object, object fell in, onto it, sending the flint down with it. I almost lost my footing and pummeled, plummeted down with it. Three seconds later, I heard a pound as the flint hit something below. I pressed my back against the wall and spider-manned my way up. Every few feet, the wall gave way to sent to one of my feet, sending chunks of rock below, more like boulders that that begun to fall. 
another one missed my arm that supported me and, cr and cracked onto my knee. My left leg shot up in pain as I struggled to stay up. I had to ignore the slightly increasing trickle of blood down my throbbing leg as I kept trying to raise myself higher. Another large chunk whizzed past me, then another. One of the, one of the larger ones bounced between the walls and made a crunching sound above me as more of the wall gave in. The chunks didn't fall after though, neither did the rock. I started pacing myself a little harder. I felt a slight breeze on my neck from about a foot higher than my head. The wall felt weak, but it was still solid. Right about then, a decent distance above me, a crumbling sound resonated. Boulders and rocks alike started raining onto me. I pressed back against the wall and shoved myself against it. A little weaker. Again, again, a chunk hit my arm and almost knocked me down. In a ditch attempt, I pushed my body out in front of me, suspending me in the air, then kicked myself back against the wall. It crumbles under my weight and I, as I pass through the wall. Air rushes past my ear as I fall further. When I hit the ground a moment later, the wind was knocked out of me. I rested my back on the ground, ca catching my breath. My chest hurts. I think I tore something. I could see a small amount of light tear, a, a small amount of light tear through the dark a few, a few feet in front of me. I crawled towards it at a brisk pace, calling at the ground with my injured hand. When I reached it, I pushed on it, half, a half expecting it to be a solid wall, just another obstacle in my adventure. But it gave easily, letting the rest of the light in. It gave my eyes a second to adjust when I could manage. I, I worked my way out of the tunnel. From what I could see, I was in a service area, but I decently, but a decently long one at that. I had enough room to stand plus a few extra feet. A large pipe ran up against one of the walls near me. A light positioned above me a few yards of light. A light positioned above me gave me a few yards of light. The rest was dark, but I could tell it led further. Hello, that I called out. The sound echoed and repeated till it was inaudible. To my surprise, a sound came in response. Six, 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 followed by a short dragging, followed by six, six. The drag turned into a scrape, followed by a longer six. I didn't know what this was. The hole I came out of was, event was actually a tunnel and it was definitely not man-made. Something had to have burrowed through it. From my right came the same sick sound, followed by a loud scraping. I started to hurry down the other way, into the pitch black. Another light appeared in front of me, then a branching turn. I followed it down a set of long stairs, about two yards wide. I steadied myself on the wall and jumped back in pain. It was burning hot. I cursing out loud to myself, I heard the sound again, this time much longer, and it was followed by another scrape. It was most definitely 
coming from the top of the stairs back in the pitch dark I clearly couldn't see anything except a veil of nothing but no light I turned the other way and took off in a sprint I was limping bad from the pain in my bleeding knee another tri section I took a left then came upon another and another dozens of turns and routes I kept darting every which way the sounds kept following me I kept going trying to ignore the pain in my leg and chest after half an hour I think the pursuit sound died off and stopped stopping to breathe I sank down onto the ground I needed to keep going so I got up and briskly kept walking through the corridors till I heard loud machinery I took a path towards the sound and entered a large room with large pumping machinery around me the machines looked to be in, in extremely poor condition as if no one had cleaned or fixed them in a very long time they still ratcheted along slowly though and sometimes they sputtered out for a few moments just to start back up again a few seconds later it seemed out of place because the only piece of tech I saw was the pipes that follow, followed me on the walls everywhere I went. A large pipe was stuck direct, directly in the center of the room. As I circled around it, I noticed how cold it was. Not cold to the touch, but it was actually radiating a, a chill. Across the room was an open door leading to a small office. Leading out of it was a thin line of red bloody dots that boldened as I left the room full of machinery looked like someone was cut it was long dry by now instead the office was a thick layer of dust a large empty cabinet with a desk at the far end papers scattered all over it a globe with pencils the only thing out of place was a trail of footprints leading to and from the desk. The only reason I could tell was that the dust was slightly lighter there. I had to follow the trail to whatever else was in this hellhole. Ha, see what I did there? I was a little nervous leaving the small illusion of safety I had, but it needed to be done. The trail of blood droplets didn't take me very far. As soon as I came up to an out-of-place glass door that wasn't locked, the floor leading up to it and further was now neat tiles, like the ones you would see in a cafeteria in, or inside a t typical nurse's office. Extremely well lit and white. In the middle was a big white surgery chair that could lean back and form a table hanging above it. Hanging above it, was a rectangular magnifying glass but above that was a claw-like machine that was probably used instead of the doctor's hands three syringes were held up by metal arms they were filled with a pinkish substance but only two of the three rods were filled the other was empty its controls were connected to a movable metal rod on the other end of the room was a supply cabinet that was slightly ajar. There were tissues on the table below it, next to a sink with a mirror above it. 
Inside the cabinet were heavy painkillers, brand new syringes, large metal saws that on inspection could be, could be hooked into the machine above the table, and a lot of band-aids and bandages of all sorts. My head started to throb where it was cut open. I grabbed some peroxide and bandages. I started slowly peeling back the bloody cloth that's, that's wrapped around my head in front of the mirror. What was underneath was an ugly red scar that ran down my forehead over my eye. I grabbed some tape and covered my injured eye with bandages. I poured the peroxide over the laceration with the sink under it. My head started to feel warm that shot into a burning sensation. I winced as the peroxide did its job. I uncovered my eye and dabbed a fair amount near it then freshly freshly bandaged the whole thing. I continued cleaning up my injured body till I was sure I didn't have any more cuts and bruises to cover. I was done with this room for now. I ventured out to the rest of the halls and found many more doors, most having offices, cafeterias, break break rooms. Almost, I almost thought it would end when I saw a huge ladder. It was dark, and I couldn't see where it was going. When I reached the top, there was a slightly open door that, that halted my approach. This was the only other open door. Could be nothing. I cautiously opened the door with a slight push. A putrid smell came for forward and I covered my mouth. The room was a well-lit power room with switches and huge levers in a switched-off position. A large bony hand was still grasping at it. He, he looked like he had been rotting for quite a long time. He looked like an engineer that kept places running. He had a tool belt hooked onto him, still firm in place. I kicked his hand out of the way. The bones crunched and fell right off. I flipped the huge switch back up and the room flooded itself with light. A small lever near the nearer to... A small lever was near to read. Emergency power. A blinking red light above it was flashing. I turned off the emergency power and, and the light turned solid green. I turned to walk out, but I heard a sa static sound behind me, then again, cutting in and out. I turned around to the dead man's body that seemed to resonate the sound. It was coming from his tool belt. I tugged at it a few times and it came loose of his waist. The belt had a button closed in it. Unclasping the button, it took a second to pry the dry, crusted thing off its hinge. It came open with a sticky glue-like substance. Inside the, the pouch was a hammer, wrench, walkie-talkie. Wait, I mean a radio. I swiped at the green radio and pulled it from the crusted pouch. It was already on and it was pinging the channel for a signal. I switched to the next channel and tuned it, nothing. I tried the next channel and the next and the next. I reached the last channel and tried it, nothing. One of its batteries rolled to my feet. I slid open the back to show that only one battery was inside. I pushed in the missing battery. A loud beep confirmed it was now working at full power.
What I didn't expect was another slightly lower ding that, me that meant a connection was made. Hello? Get out of my head. I'm not in your head. <laughs> I was proud of myself for being so straightforward and expertly using sarcasm. Leave me alone. I can't keep living this way. It always comes back. The girl was making no sense at all. Almost in a bitchy kind of way. <laughs> it was a girl, obviously, with a slight British accent <laughs> that would usually sound nice and chipper. <laughs> but it was now sobbing uncontrollably. Regardless, it was insanely good to hear another human voice, even if it was currently yelling at me. Uh, hi, did I come on too strong? Not sure why I decided to take the nervous crush approach. Go away. I'm smashing this damn thing once and for all. Wow, she, she is really nuts. Wait, please don't go. I haven't heard another voice in what seems like forever. I was telling the bare truth with this one. Although this girl was insane and should be left alone, I think I should keep trying. All you do is har harass me. You won't let me leave. I don't care if you give me a different radio. <laughs> what the f-u-c-k I whispered, my, uh, whispered to myself are you okay do you need chocolate I mean I don't have any but I was wondering if you needed it just please go away hold on two beeps sounded later explaining the connection had been terminated I kneeled down in defeat I had one chance at getting answers and I screwed it up I went back t down the ladder now completely showered in light the place was huge a few stories tall of offices and labs etched into the rocks inside the main cave. Inside one of the offices, I found one of those comfortable office chairs, you know, the ones that spin around and then passed out. Hello? Hey? Hey, dude, are you there? I, I didn't really register it at first, but someone was talking to me. <laughs> hey, come on, I'm sorry. I sat up in my chair and spun around in confusion. <laughs> I grabbed the radio that was placed on the desk. Hello? Hey. Hi. Half asleep, I didn't put much context into what I was saying. Look, I know that you might not meet... I know you might not be Mr. Bad Guy. Uh, okay. Shut up. Okay. You're doing a bad job. Hey, I should be appreciated for calling back. <laughs> what? Should I mention that there wasn't any computers or monitors here? They were strangely gone. Why, why would you put that in there? But whatever. Hello. <laughs> Where are you? I don't even think anyone else was in here. I'm in just, I'm in one of the rooms just like you. Oh, so she was still inside the room. Great. I'm not in one. What? You were let out? Not really. The door was malfunctioning. Get me out. If you hadn't noticed, they're locked and there isn't even a handle. Oh, but there has to be a control room somewhere. Of course, I, I love adventuring. Where are you? I'm currently in a cave. A what? A cave. How? Honestly, don't have a clue. Anyway, are you hearing clicks every few minutes? No, they stopped last night. How do you know about them? 
I, I then continued on to tell her how, how I got out and what happened to me, how I found the keyholes along the doors. Wait, have you seen the purple goo? No, why? I haven't seen anything but this damn room. I was just wondering. We talked for a while after that. She told me how she woke up here a few weeks back, or how, however long, no real way to tell. How she woke up, woke up to find the radio lying in the corner. How something would call her every few hours to harass her. It would start with a low hum every few hours, then a large, loud, rhythmic talk. Tick, talk, would start playing over and over again. No matter what I did to the sound, it wouldn't stop until it just finally cut out. Oh my god. This this dialogue is, is so bad, I'm cringing. But I'm going to read it. You better believe I'm going to read it. Hey, uh, sorry to interrupt, but what should I call you? <laughs> Julia, she says. I was enjoying feeling a little normal for a change. I didn't even see a p battery power level, so I wasn't worried. I had a f I had found a supply room in the back with flashlights and batteries. Okay, so how do how am I going to unlock the doors? I thought lo out loud over the radio. H how'd you find the place you're in? I stumbled upon it by accident. Well, it has to be close. Why would they space them far apart? They're hidden enough. Okay, yeah, I'll keep looking, keep you posted. Okay, I'm so sorry for making people listen to this. As the radio disconnected, I put it in one of my pockets and pulled out the flashlight. The hallways were well lit now that I had a flashlight. I kept the light positioned in front of me while I had a piece of chalk trailing the sidewall. This calmed me. I felt safe in the light. Halls, the halls were mostly empty save for random dead ends and revolving staircases that led to even more hallways and empty rooms. I made sure to make a mental note of wherever I was going, but was having a little trouble. So many hallways and branching structures to, to deal with. After about an hour, I saw a small bright green light at the end of the hall, long hallway. The hallway that led to it was extremely familiar, because it was close to the main offices. I just went the wrong way, but that doesn't matter. Long was an understatement. It was narrow and short, but the hallway just kept going. I came up to the light three minutes of walking later. It was a very bright beam of light that came out of a heavy-duty industrial camera that pointed down the hallway I, I came. It followed my movement as I ventured further down the hall. A large red door with big bold lettering said, Security staff only. I doubted anyone would care if I went in now, and if they do, they can go screw themselves. I pushed open the large double door to show a, a gray cemented security office with a large station full of screens. They looked like standard com computer monitors with yellow tape covering every single one of the edges. I think, I think to hold them in place, they looked very poorly made. They were put in selective places, most 
showed the doors I started in, even mine with the large red X that was still marked there. I radio hailed Julia when I saw this. What did you find? Cameras, lots of them. They seem to be in for security around the complex. Is there a switch to unlock the doors? Let me check. What looks like a DVR was on the other side of the room. A bunch of tapes were laying on it. One sec, I said. I ran over to the video player. Now why would you be here, I muttered to myself. What came from my radio? Oh no, sorry, I just found a tape player. It looks old, there's dust all over it. There's a large panel full of switches marked with numbers ranging up to 115. Yeah, but there's one problem. There are 115 doors and none of them are marked. Shit, can't you just unlock all of them? I tried hitting multiple switches, but I could only raise one at a time. The others would relock. Only can be lock unlocked one at a time. Oh, but can't I just wait till you hit the right one? She says. Let's hope, I say. This took a long time because every new switch had a 10 second delay to the door. So I would switch one and ask her if it'd be unlocked. This one? No. This one? No. This one? No. This one? No. How about now? Oh, oh, oh. Wait, no, never mind. It took us a while until I hit 82. And heard a wait, wait, wait. Yes, 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 yes. I turned to camera D4 with wide eyes at the end of the hall. A door opened. I couldn't believe it. I hadn't seen an alive human in forever. And there she was, cautiously walking down the gray hallway. She looked oddly close to how I pictured her. Bright blue eyes, as closely as I could see anyway. Dirty blonde hair. She wasn't too short or too tall. Can you see me? Yeah, you're walking toward the camera right now. She, she looked like she was about to move and look around, but then jumped forward and flung around. There at the end of the hallway was another door adjacent to hers and was it was wide open a tall silhouette stood just out of view hey Julia can you like see what that is it's kind of blurry <laughs> what I heard static over the radio and watched in horror as a long shadow moved forward then the lights cut out and that's where I'm gonna leave this one for today uh I, I mean, I'm like most like because I'm I'm uh, it's 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 hard to it's hard to speak after reading very slowly through sentences for thirty minutes. Regardless, I I keep like judging myself by how much I can understand it, and I and essentially at this point I'm just a random person reading it because it's so long ago. But uh, I'm like mostly following uh so this was view it download the view it app uh tune in tomorrow for well it's going to be recorded tomorrow not sure when you're going to get it but my review of from hell on wednesdays i do standard Re reapers plv where i give you an insight into who i am and what i'm all about uh 
we do kind of random things on those Wednesday days. Uh, on Thursdays, it's kind of my passion, uh, current passion addiction habit day where I talk about the things I'm currently into, which are the are comics at the very moment. I, uh, once again, forgot to put it in put in an ad break, and I'm going to lose my job. So thank you so much for watching, and I will see you in the next one.